Solazar. Hi, I'm Carolani, and welcome to Good Vibrations Radio, Tools for Transformation on AM 540 KRXA. Now, quantum physics tells us that we're all energy vibrating at different frequencies, and in Good Vibrations Radio, we bring you information that allows you to change the vibrational frequency of your life. Good Vibrations Radio is made possible through the sponsorship of Jacqueline Joy and Diamond Alignment, and Liliana Bethany and Nolan Matthew, the founders of Seventh Awakening. And our guests tonight include Sandy Mazza and Eliza Mata Dalian. But before we talk with our guests this evening, Carolani will introduce us to the energy of the week, the month, and the year, and her go with the flow. Well, thank you, Solazar. And here we are in this great energy of 2013. And the shift from 2012 to 2013 is like no other one we've experienced in this lifetime to date. Because as we made that shift over winter solstice in 2012, we officially were shifting from this period of limitations that has governed us not for just this whole lifetime, but for many, many, and many eons in our prior lifetimes. And we're moving into this energy of limitlessness. So we encouraged everybody last year to drop everything, to leave all our baggage behind, to shed anything that was too heavy to carry, so that you went through that eye of the needle as clean and clear as you could. And yet, I think all of us, had a few hangers on, had a little baggage that came with us to some degree or another. I had nothing that went with me. I confess, (laughs) whatever those things are, seem to be coming up. And we talked about how December and January are the preview period uh, for the following year. So that was giving us kind of a preview of what was going to be happening uh, to us in 2013. And February gives us that first kind of pure energy of the year. And it's interesting because given the energy of 2013, which is all about balance and love and service and friends and family and partnership, uh, it is uh, in February, the most powerful, one of the most powerful months of the year, because you get a double dose of that energy. And what this allows us to do is look at how we balance and merge and unify our physical and emotional bodies, our emotional and mental bodies, our mental and physical bodies, and our emotional and spiritual bodies. So it's all about coming into union. And we think of February because it's got Valentine's Day in it, which actually is coming up this week of this this month of love, this uh, week of love. And it actually is the emotional week of the month. 
So it uh, is interesting that its timing is kind of perfect there. But that love has to start with your love of self and your love and your relationship with your soul. And if you can start there and work on that unification process, that balancing process between the bodies, and you become more whole and balanced and unified, when you come into contact and into union with another, all of the world of possibilities opens up. And so in February, we have this energy of the master lovers in the tarot deck, which is going beyond just a physical union to unify on a physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual level. And when we do that, that really brings heaven on earth uh, into our lives. So this is a this is a juicy period. And yet, as we talk to people, uh, they're saying, hey, there's a lot of things in my life that seem to be kind of blowing up at the same time. And Solazar reminded me that when we uh, did the quarterly preview, the tarot card for February was traditionally um, in a traditional deck, the tower card. And so uh, you see these bodies you know, kind of throwing themselves out of the burning building. And yet behind that is uh, this person in complete repose, in complete peace, really the center of the uh, hurricane or the tornado or the eye of the storm in total balance. So this year is going to challenge us and test us a little bit to say, as these situations come up, that are caused by the baggage that we carried over uh, from that time of limitation. Um, And it's pushing on making those things limitless. Are we going to transform them in the moment? Are we going to come back into balance or are we going to get pulled out of balance? And if you look at a hurricane or you look at uh, the storm systems in that cyclic pattern, if you get out toward the edges, um, you almost get the whip of, of, um, of the energy as it forcefully goes around. So you want to stay as close to your center as you can. So one of the techniques we've shared with people in the past and is certainly applicable for this year is heart mass technique for freeze frame, which allows you to simply focus on that area around your heart and breathe into that area and recall a positive or fun feeling and just breathe that energy, breathe that feeling into your heart. And that will help balance your emotional body, your emotional with your mental, and subsequently um, has a direct impact on your nervous system and your physical body. So whatever those things are this year that help you balance, whether it's spending time in nature or just letting the sun shine on your face a little bit, these are things that in every moment, in every day, you want to start incorporating um, so that you can keep yourself in a state of balance and you don't have to uh, pull yourself back from uh, drama and trauma, I guess. So in this emotional week of the month, uh, one of the most powerful days of the whole year is February 15th. So make sure that that day you're doing those things that allow you to balance and unify that physical, emotional, and mental bodies. 
And that, Solazar, is our Go With The Flow. So I want to let the listeners know that uh, we may be cutting over to CSUMB basketball any moment now if we haven't done so already. So you can live stream us on the Internet at goodvibrationsradio.com. Use the live link on the homepage. And so thank you, Kirilani, for sharing all of that information. And one of the things about the HeartMath freeze frame, just to paraphrase a little, is is what you want to do is be able to create those memories to draw from every time you focus in on your on your heart and use those to shift your attitude in the moment. And that's one of the ways they do it. And speaking of emotions, that leads right into our first guest. Sandy Mazza found emotional freedom technique through her own healing process with a health issue. When Western medicine had failed her through meditation, Sandy was able to improve her condition. But when the condition flared up again, Sandy began practicing EFT on herself. The EFT provided almost immediate results, which led Sandy to sign up for training in this remarkable technique. Sandy trained in both the U.S. and England, where she obtained her Emotional Freedom Technique EFT certification through the Association of Advanced Meridian Energy Techniques. Now, the best way to learn about EFT is to have an experience of it, and once familiar with it, you may realize the vast capabilities it has. EFT is a wonderful complement to Western medicine as well as other therapeutic modalities such as acupuncture, Reiki, meditation, chiropractic, massage, nutrition, etc. And with that, Sandy, welcome to Good Vibrations Radio. Thank you so much, Solazar and Kirilani. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, it's great to have you on right at the beginning of this year because EFT seems to be a a perfect thing for us to experiment with and employ for this year. And so maybe we should start with you explaining to the listeners what EFT is. Absolutely, and I love listening to your intro because it does lead right into what EFT is all about. Um, EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Techniques. And it is um, a method, well, we actually kind of call it emotional WD-40. Um, it's a method of tapping on uh, certain acupressure points, places that, you know, in acupuncture that needles would be um, used, but there's no needles in EFT. Um, and so there is a sequence of um, places to tap. Um, you're working with the body's um, meridian energy system and um, working towards rebalancing that because we all get out of balance. Life causes us to get out of balance, and so this is something that we can do to rebalance ourselves and get our energy flowing more smoothly again. And um, EFT is a little different than um, acupuncture and some other, like Reiki and that sort of thing, because it has the ability to kind of zero in on a particular issue or problem um, or something that you're looking to release, um, whether it's, uh, you know, an old memory or an emotional block about something or physical pain, um, something that you're looking to release or transform or achieve. And um, you, ha- you, you create words. Um, there's kind of a, a little format that I'll run through in a little bit. Um, but through words, you're really tuned in very specifically to what it is you're working on. And you're tapping these acupressure points in a given sequence, and you kind of 
see where you're at before you begin, check in, and then go through um, a round or two of the tapping while you're saying the words, and then you check back in and see if anything has shifted, if anything has reduced, if any aha moments have come to you where you've realized something new about the situation. And the idea is that you can access things through the tapping that you can't necessarily do with your straight conscious mind. If we could think through all of our problems and solve them that way, most of them would be solved because we've certainly give them, given them a lot of thought. But this is something that goes a little deeper than that and works with the emotional brain, um, the limbic system, our reptilian brain, if you will, and kind of goes deeper to where, you know, old traumas or hurts or, you know, things that have caused us stress that have now manifested into some physical um, problem. It's a way of accessing that, kind of bringing it to the surface, processing through it, and releasing it. And it is really just an amazing tool that once learned, and it's fairly easy to learn, but once learned, you can really use it on anything and everything in your life to improve how you feel, um, you know, your attitudes about things, your energy level, your, your emotional health, your physical health, your spiritual world. I mean, everything can improve with EFT. Well, that was a fabulous explanation, and that leads us right into our first commercial break. So this is Good Vibrations Radio with Solazar and Kiralani. We're talking to Sandy Mazza, who's a certified emotional free freedom technique practitioner, EFT. And you can go to EFTforwellbeing.com to find out more as we go into this commercial break. And then we'll be back with more Good Vibrations Radio with Solazar, Kiralani, and Sandy Mazza right after this. What would it be like if people from 129 countries connected and opened their hearts? Wouldn't you like to be one of them? You can be through Diamond Alignment. Experience all the benefits of meditation in just six minutes. Try it once and change your day. Try it every day and change your life. Create your new reality today. Share the mystery of Midwinter at the Lith Affair Midwinter Psychic and Craft Fair, Saturday, February 23rd at the Divine Science Community Center in San Jose. Experience the psychics, astrologers, healers, workshops, ghost talks, belly dancing, fire dancing, and much, much more. Admission is $7 per person. Children under 12 are free. Lithafair Midwinter Psychic and Craft Fair, February 23rd from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Community Center, 1540 Hicks Avenue, San Jose. Visit lithafair.com for more information. Welcome back. You're listening to Good Vibrations Radio on AM 540 KRXA. And this is Solazar. Tonight we're talking to Sandy Mazza, certified EFT practitioner. That's emotional freedom technique. 
And before the break, Sandy gave us a wonderful explanation of EFT. And Sandy, I touched in the introduction a little bit of how you came into EFT, but you, could you tell us a little bit of how you actually got introduced to it and how you used it in your own life? Well, how I got introduced to it um, is actually kind of ironic because I just returned from an EFT workshop at Esalen in Big Sur, which is one of the most beautiful places on the planet. And that's where I was when I first heard of EFT. I was there doing a meditation workshop, and somebody had um, shown me what the technique was, and it looked rather silly, as it kind of does. You're tapping on your face and, you know, parts of your body, and it's like, well, what is that? And I didn't really pursue it at the time. At the time, I was, you know, focusing on meditation. And it was for a health problem, as you said, as I had um, back then. And so I, I did the meditation and, and did that for many years. And then fast forward about seven years past that, I had um, another medical issue that was actually related to the first a neurological thing that was a chronic pain condition and it had sort of manifested in a new way and um, the doctors weren't really able to do anything for it so I felt like well that's not good enough I'm not going to live like this there has to be something I can do for myself and this little seed that got planted seven years earlier in, uh, in the, the, the beautiful hot tubs at Esalen um, just kind of popped up and went, hey, what about EFT? And I didn't remember much about it. I hadn't learned the technique at that time. So I did some research, and I started fooling around with it. And it's, it's a very forgiving practice. So even if you um, haven't had expert training, it is something that you may get some results from, even if you're just kind of experimenting around with it. Obviously, you'll get better results if uh, you, you learn how to do it properly and you learn some of the techniques um, within it. But I started doing it, and I started getting relief from my symptoms, and I just went, hey, there's, there's something to this. I want to get better at this for me. So I uh, found a training in my area, and um, I was lucky enough to have Gwyneth Moss, who is one of the 29 master EFT um, uh, trainers that were trained by the founder of EFT, Gary Craig. And I ended up at Gwyneth Moss's uh, training in San Francisco, and I knew by the tea break that this is what was next for me, that this is what I was going to do. This was my calling. And so I did train with her over the next year, year and a half, and got certified by her and um, have continued to train. And um, she was just at Esalen, and even though I'd done those trainings before, those workshops, I did them again because there's always something new um, that you pick up, and it's just, you know, a great way to re-energize and hone your skills. And um, so that's, that's how I came into it, and that's how I began to do it professionally. In my own life, I was uh, telling uh, Kira Lani over the break that um, she was checking in to see how I was doing. I said, I'm doing just fine. I was tapping before the interview. So it's, it's one of the things that EFT is great at is reducing stress. And there have been studies done that demonstrate that it reduces cortisol, our stress hormone, by 25% in about the first five minutes. That's remarkable that something, just tapping on certain points, can reduce our stress by that much. So you've taken a lot of training and you've spent a lot of time on this. Is EFT something that's easy for the average person to learn? 
It, it really is. In fact, even children can learn EFT. And once they learn it, they'll, they'll teach their friends. Okay, that's uh, children. What about the average person, though? I mean, yeah, <laughs> oh, the average person. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's um, easy. I'm a, I'm a former teacher. I forget that. <laughs> Let's see, the average person. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, no, it's, it's really, it's, it's very simple to use. And, you know, it, it, although. It, it, over the phone, it might be a little bit confusing because you have to imagine exactly where the points are, and, and I'm going to do a little demonstration a little bit later in the call. Um, but it is very easy to use, and when I work with people, generally after the first session, they have the routine down, they understand the process, and they can go home and do it for themselves on you know whatever issues come up for them. Minor issues, it's a great self-help tool. For bigger things, it's really good to work with a well-trained professional because you're not exactly sure where it's going to go. And it's also nice to have the objectivity and have somebody kind of guiding the process. But for, you know, everyday stress, test anxiety, road rage, um, phobias, you know, there's a lot of things that we can do for ourselves. Uh, people who have a hard time sleeping at night, great for insomnia. Um, there's just all kinds of things that it can be used for that you can use it for yourself. And it can be different every day, just depending on what's coming up for you. So how many points do you actually tap during uh, your, your, as the person is doing their EFT, how many points do they tap? Um, it can vary a little bit, but it's about eight points. Um, there is a basic recipe that um, Gary Craig um, developed. There's also a shortcut to that recipe, and we generally go with the shortcut initially because it's really effective. And if for some reason somebody is, you know, their level of intensity of whatever they're working on is not coming down after a few rounds, then we may do the longer version and see if we make more, more progress that way. So just like other, other modalities, do there seem to be different schools of approach to EFT? Certainly Gary Craig is the founder, and you've, you've talked about different people you've trained with, but are there different nuances and different schools, so to speak, to the EFT practice? There are definitely um, different approaches. It's, a, it's the same general concept, but some people prefer some points over another. One practitioner may use a certain point that another one doesn't. Most of the points everyone uses, but there's a few additional ones that some do and some don't. Um, it can be a matter of personal preference. It can be a stylistic difference. difference. And EFT is something that continues to evolve. So it's not just a fixed set of rules, but there are continual discoveries and innovations being made that this is a live being that we have here in EFT. It's not just a fixed set structure that is is stayed and and not changing. It is evolving. So um, there can be stylistic differences amongst practitioners, but it's basically the same ball of wax. So before we go, because we'll have another commercial break coming up, and I thought uh, you could let me know if this is possible. Is it possible to describe what EFT, what we would do through an EFT session, and then when we come back, we could actually do one, as we had discussed? We can certainly do that. So could you describe really what a person would do going through an EFT session? Because there's there's about nine minutes or so, and maybe that'll be enough time to describe it. Yes, I can describe, and then we'll have time after that. Afterwards to, to do it. To do yeah. it. Okay. And we'll go to the commercial. Okay. When we come back, we'll, we'll actually do a session, and, and you'll get me through uh, 
my, my addiction to everything that I have in my life, and uh, then we'll start at my emotional issues. I mean, <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm teasing. I, I do see clients privately, and I work by Skype. So and you definitely you can recommend call me when your show is over. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm teasing. Um, but to, to address to address your question, Solazar, um, what a per, if a person has an issue that they want to work on, and I love Kiralani opened with talking about the baggage that we're carrying. Around. And EFT is a way to release that baggage. The things that we think we're stuck with, we've always been that way. Maybe we've been through some therapy and we know why we're that way and we know whose fault it is or we know why, but it didn't allow us to change. It didn't help us change. And so the first thing that someone has to do is identify what is the problem. Now, this can be an emotional issue. This can be a past event. It can be some kind of a trauma. It can be a goal, um, some sort of a block. Um, it can be a physical issue. So they just need to identify what the issue is. And the thing about EFT is it's most effective if you're extremely specific. So you don't want to say, oh, I'm just anxious. Well, that could be a lot of things. What are you anxious about? When do you get anxious? What, you know, what triggers that anxiety? Um, what does it feel like in your body? You want to get really, really specific. You know, I, I could have, ta- I was tapping on myself earlier because, you know, I'm anxious about this interview. I don't know what you're going to ask me. I, I, you know, don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know what's going to come to me. So I tapped very specifically on anxiety about this interview that I was about to do because it was an unknown. So that's the first thing somebody has to do is identify the problem. The next part is you do what's called a balancing statement, and that takes the form of even though I have this problem or this issue, I truly and completely accept myself. So you're putting the problem on the table. You can't fix something that you can't admit to in the first place. So it's really you have to bring up the negative before you can clear it. So once you've identified it, and you also want to give it a rate of intensity. So, you know, if if you have, you know, an ache in your back, well, from 0 to 10, uh, 10 being the highest, 0, I have no ache at all, what does that feel like right now? Oh, well, it's kind of of like a 6. Okay, there's your starting marker. So you know something to check back into after a few rounds to see if that's moved, to see if that's gone down. Um, so you have identified the problem, you said your balancing statement, which is something we repeat three times, and then you start going around the points with little snippets about the problem, because you've gotten some descriptive language about the problem. Um, and so let's say you had, a, you know, a, a, an ache. Then you would talk about, well, what does it feel like? Is the pain dull or sharp? Does it have a size? Does it have a shape? Does it have a color? Does it have a texture? Um, when does it hurt? When does it not hurt? So you take all of those specifics, those details, and then in order to stay tuned on, because EFT is like emotional WD-40, the words are the straw. The straw aims straight at the problem. So you do your balancing statements, and then you use the specific reminder phrases is what we call them. So you stay on track with what problem you're working on. So you say, oh, this backache, it's like a lump. It's like the size of a tennis ball, but it's really hard. Um, It's spiky on the outside, this lump. It hurts like a six or whatever. And you go around the points, which I will explain later. 
And then after a round or two of that, you stop, pause, take a deep breath, and then check in. And sometimes it's lessened. Sometimes it's changed. Like, well, it doesn't feel like that anymore. It's, it's more like a pebble instead of a tennis ball. Or, you know, sometimes it moves, and we call that chasing the pain. That's not necessarily a bad thing. That's energy moving. That means we've got it on the run, and if we keep working with it, we can get it flowing. It's kind of like getting a, a clog in your plumbing released. You know, finally, you know, the water starts running. We're doing the same thing with our energy system. So that is, in a nutshell, um, how it works. And that's a very fast nutshell. Uh, there's, there's much more explanation that can go along with that to make it clearer, and I hope that that's clear enough for your listeners. Um, but if we go through one a little bit later, um, then I think that they'll understand the process um, even more clearly. All right. Well, based on that, what... Go ahead, Kira. Well, and I just wanted to share when um, we first met Sandy was at the Rota Fair last year, and she walked us all through uh, a very brief um, session of the tapping and the EFT. And I was really surprised at how quickly it worked, number one, and number two, that it was an issue of anxiety that I was working through. I got this like burst of clarity as to what really the underlying issue was um, that I hadn't gotten before with doing meditation or exploring it through other techniques. So it really is a um, surprising modality of, of how quickly you can have breakthroughs on things um, and how quickly it can work. Yes. Yes, um, thank you for sharing that. Um, yes, you can have cognitive ahas along with physical and um, emotional releases. Sometimes you just get a new perspective that wasn't previously available to you. Um, sometimes you start working on something that's physical and you realize there's an emotional base to it because most of our physical things, there is something that is emotional underlying them. I mean, if you fall out of a tree and you break your leg, okay, then that, there's a physical reason for that. But a lot of the illnesses that people experience is kind of their Achilles heel for whatever in their body has just experienced so much stress over time and these things that have, they've just held in because they didn't know how to release them or didn't know that they could, and eventually that manifests into some kind of an illness. And sometimes we can get, not sometimes, many times, often, we get to the crux of that and then people start to get well because that's handled. Well, and that will be our transition into our next commercial break. This is Good Vibrations Radio with Solazar and Kiralani, and we will be right back here on AM 540 KRXA with Sandy Mazza the Emotional Freedom Technique, EFT, and you can go to eftforwellbeing.com during the commercial break. Meantime, we'll be back right after this. You can enjoy an evening of inspiration, personal growth, intellectual stimulation, and powerful energy for transformation at the Circle of Life. Connect with other adventurous souls seeking the expanded view outside the box. Join us at the Circle of Light on the third Friday of each month at the Unitarian Sanctuary, 490 Aguajita Road, Carmel, just off the PG Pebble Beach exit of Highway 1. Doors open at 7 p.m. General admission is $11, $9 for students and seniors. Call 484-1923 for more information. 
Welcome back. You're listening to Good Vibrations Radio on AM 540 KRXA. And this is Solazar. Tonight we're talking with Sandy Mazza, a certified EFT practitioner. And that's Emotional Freedom Technique. And Sandy's website is EFTforwellbeing.com. And Sandy, you said you would uh, actually take us through a, a, an EFT session or a little practice EFT. So, yes. And so you wanted something... Very specific, preferably physical. So uh, now, does uh, stress or insomnia count as an as a physical thing? Um, or would well, you? Well, pref- it would. It would, but I think for purposes of the show, if we can do something where you could measure um, whether there's a difference, we won't know if you your insomnia is cured until tomorrow. Okay, so I'll do um, my elbow. I got a pretty pretty definitive. Okay not on it uh, okay. yesterday. Okay, okay. Um, so tell me and does what... Hurt, does hurts like hell, is that a definitive measure? or? I don't I, think you can say that on air. Okay, I won't say it then. It's your show. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> yeah, but actually, no, actually, it's probably about, um, about a, a seven, six to seven. Okay, and tell me what it feels like. What it feels like? Just, if you can describe the pain, like the, the location, it's the it's on the it's on the bone of the elbow, um, and uh, it's um, it's it's almost it's a throbbing. It's like a throbbing almost. If you think of a, like the the chug of a of a locomotive, you know where it has that kind of repetitive type of throbbing. Okay. Okay. And how did you incur this injury? Actually, I stepped into a wet shower, and the slipped, and it decided to split my body in half. But fortunately, I was holding on to the frame of the shower door, and the sh- I got slammed into the side of it. But that's the only thing that really kept me from probably breaking something. Okay, so the elbow slammed into the shower? Shower door, yeah. Shower the fr- door. frame okay. of the shower door. Okay. Um, and how, if, if you had to, like, give a size to this injury, like about how big you said it was, like a knot? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. About a golf ball. Golf ball size. Uh, golf ball size knot. Okay. Okay. Um, so what we do is we start, well, I'm going to have to explain the points as we do the tapping. So um, the first thing we do is we tap on what we call the karate chop point. So that's the fleshy point between your pinky knuckle and your wrist, the side of the hand, like if you were to do a karate chop, hi-ya, that fleshy part there. So with your opposite hand, and it doesn't matter which hand taps on which hand, and when we do the points, it won't matter which side of your face or body you're doing. Um, It's all addressing the same energy system. It's all symmetrical. So um, with one hand, I want you to take two or three fingers of the opposite hand and start tapping on the karate chop point of the opposite hand. And if anybody is doing this at home, if they want to practice along with us, just make sure, take responsibility for yourself, and don't pick anything that is too big or too deep emotionally. Um, This is just a practice run on the radio. Um, So this isn't a full-on session. This is more for um, explanatory purposes. But feel free to tap along and see if you notice anything different. So, uh, Salazar, you gave this a 
seven of intensity? Six, six to seven. seven. Six to seven, okay. Okay, so tapping on the karate chop point, I want you to repeat after me, even though I have, oh, and I'm sorry, is this your right or left elbow? Right. Right elbow, okay. So tapping on the karate chop point, even though I have this knot on my right elbow. Even though I have this knot on my right elbow. From when I slammed into the shower door yesterday. Uh, yesterday? Yeah, from when I yeah. slammed into the shower door yesterday. I truly and deeply accept myself. I truly and deeply accept myself. Even though I have this golf ball size knot on the butt of my elbow. Even though I have this golf ball size knot on the butt of my elbow. And it's been throbbing. And it's been throbbing. And it hurts like a six to a seven intensity. And it hurts like a six to a seven intensity. I truly and deeply accept myself. I truly and deeply accept myself. Even though I really banged up my elbow yesterday. Even though I really banged up my elbow yesterday. And it's throbbing like a mo locomotive chug. And it's throbbing like a locomotive chug. I truly and deeply accept myself. I truly and deeply accept myself. And now with uh, maybe the first two fingers of whichever hand you want to use, and whichever side of your face, we're going to go to the first point, which is at right at the beginning of the eyebrow. So you're not doing the center of your forehead, but right where the eyebrow begins. So it's slightly off center. And so you're just going to tap there maybe six to eight times, and we'll say right elbow. Right elbow. And the next point is on the side of the eye, on the outer side of the eye, um, kind of on the bone, so you're not back on the temple, but you're at the corner of the eye, the side of the eye, this knot on my elbow. This knot on my elbow. And then under the eye, just below the pupil, again, kind of on the bone, but just directly below the pupil, this knot on the butt of my elbow. This knot on the butt of my elbow. And then underneath the center of the nose, kind of the little mustache dip point, this golf ball-sized nut. This golf ball-sized nut. And then the next spot is just below the, the bottom lip at the first crease above the chin. I slammed my elbow in the shower door. I slammed my elbow in the shower door. The next point is just below the collarbone. So if you if you feel the depression at like the center, um, just at the base of the neck, and then you have like two nubs that kind of stick out on either side, just go beneath one of those, and that's the collarbone point. This throbbing pain in my elbow. This throbbing pain in my elbow. And then the next point under one or the other arm. Um, on the side of your rib cage, about where a bra strap would be, but just below the arm, this throbbing pain in my elbow. This throbbing pain in my elbow. And then we'll go back to the collarbone. This throbbing pain of a six or seven. This throbbing pain of a six or seven. And now we'll take a deep breath. And check back in with your elbow. 
see if there's any different sensation, if that level of intensity has altered or the quality or location of the pain has changed at all. It feels that it's lessened. Maybe it's about a four or five. Okay. And and has the shape changed? or? I, I don't know. I can't see it. I'm not going to. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about the physical with your eyes. I'm thinking the golf ball, the, the, the Well, image. it feels, yeah, it feels lessened. It feels smaller. Okay. Okay. And is it still throbbing in the same locomotive chug way? No, it, it seems to have lessened. Okay. So, so what is what is remaining? If you were telling me about this pain anew, what would you say is going on? Well, now it just seems to hurt when there's a certain motion. There's no throbbing relate left. Okay. So. Okay. So the throbbing is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, is is there a certain motion that you do that the intensity increases? Uh. Yeah, it's mostly lifting now, the the strain of lifting, yeah. Okay. Or or rolling into it, yeah. Okay. So and you said that the intensity was down to about a four? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when when we have that kind of a change where it has dropped, it's not gone, um, we work with the remaining pain. So back to the karate chop. Tapping on this fleshy part of your hand with your other fingers. Even though I have this remaining pain in my elbow. Even though I have this remaining pain in my elbow. It is lessened. It is lessened. And I truly and completely accept myself. And I truly and completely accept myself. Even though I have this remaining pain in my right elbow. Even though I have this remaining pain in my right elbow. It's smaller than a golf ball now. It's smaller than a golf ball now. And I truly and completely accept myself. And I truly and completely accept myself. Even though I have this remaining pain from my shower injury. Even though I have this remaining pain from my shower injury. And it's down to about a four. And it's down to about a four. I truly and completely accept myself. I truly and completely accept myself. And now back to the original point, which is just at the beginning of the eyebrow. This remaining pain. This remaining pain. Side of the eye. My elbow still hurts. My elbow still hurts. But it stopped throbbing. But it stopped throbbing. And then under the center of the eye, this remaining pain in my elbow. This remaining pain in my elbow. And then under the nose, this remaining pain from slamming the shower door. This remaining pain from slamming the shower door. And then uh, the chin, just at the crease of the chin. This remaining pain from the shower door. This remaining pain from the shower door. And collarbone. Uh, That was quite a slip I took. That's quite a slip I took. That was a surprise. That was a surprise. And then under the arm, side about bra strap level. That was quite a surprise when I started to slip in the shower. It was quite a surprise when I started to slip in the shower. And back to the collarbone. This remaining pain. This remaining pain. In my right elbow. In my right elbow. From my shower slip. From my shower slip. 
Now take another breath. Okay. Any different? Yeah, it, it it feels it's lessened. It's still gonna hurt a little bit because it's such a bang, but it's not it's not mm -hmm. throbbing. Maybe okay. about maybe you know it's it's much much smaller now. Maybe about a two. Wonderful. Well, I, I think that's a terrific result for such a short little bit that we did. And the thing is, you do have a physical injury. I mean, that's, you know, this, this isn't all in your mind. This isn't something that you're working on that's straight emotional. But the reason I threw in a couple things about the fall, and I would have done more had we had more time, is because we get these little trauma zaps to our energy system. And when something like that happens, it's completely shocking. You didn't see it coming. It wasn't planned. And so not only are you dealing with the physical impact of your elbow, but your energy system is dealing with this zap of this thing that you didn't expect to happen that could have been way more serious. So EFT kind of can deal with both of those um, elements at the same time. And the fact that you have calmed your energy system down and gotten the flow going, your body's not firing off as many pain messages as it was, even though you still have the same injury you had five minutes ago. Mm -hmm. So we want to let folks know, too, that they can also do sessions with you remotely through Skype, preferably, or potentially, I would imagine, can you do phone sessions with people? I can do phone sessions if they don't have Skype capabilities or any, you know, we can also do FaceTime and that sort of thing. I enjoy being able to see the person, but it is not essential as you see. I'm not looking at you and you're not looking at me and you got a result. So phone sessions work fine. Um, I also have a private practice in Santa Rosa and sometimes I get down to the Monterey area as well. So, um many ways to uh, to use my services. So if people go to eftforwellbeing.com, they can go to my services page, find out more about the services uh, Sandy offers. And Sandy, um, you just mentioned you were at a workshop down in Esalen. So what's next for you? What's on the agenda? What's coming up? Uh, well, actually, I'm, I'm starting a, a weight group. I do a, a weight balancing group, and I'm starting one in Santa Rosa, but it's something that I'm interested in pursuing um, with individual clients on Skype. So that may be something that people want to contact me about. Um, and also, Kira Lani asked me over the break if I would be at the Road Affair this year, and I will be on the Saturday, May 4th date. I will only be there for one of the two days, but um, I would love to see people. It's amazing. I've been there twice now. The results that we can get in a brief 15-minute session, as you just saw what you had, we've had fabulous results where, you know, I have limited time to explain what it is, how it works, what the points are, have them identify an issue, quantify it, describe it, then we work on it, then we do a few rounds, and they have a change, and it's, it's a very worthwhile 15 minutes of their life because the changes in EFT generally permanent, and if something else crops up later, it's just a different aspect to the core issue that needs to be addressed independently. It doesn't mean it didn't work. It just means it wasn't as complete as it could be, and so then you can go back and clean it up. Get the lost piece. Well, Sandy, I want to thank you for joining us this evening, and uh, if you'll hold on one second, we want to let the listeners know that we're going to break away to the top of the hour news. As we go to our breakaway, we're just going to play a little bit of the Beatles reminding us to let it be because that's often the problem of so many of our 
so many of our issues. And we'll be back with more Good Vibrations Radio right after the top of the hour news. Hello, I'm Solazar. Hi, I'm Carolani, and welcome back to Good Vibrations, Tools for Transformation on AM 540 KRXA. Now, quantum physics tells us that we're all energy vibrating at different frequencies. And in Good Vibrations, we bring you information that allows you to change the vibrational frequency of your life. Good Vibrations is made possible by the sponsorship of Jacqueline Joy, creator of Diamond Alignment, and Liliana Bethany and Nolan Matthew, founders of Seventh Awakening. And tonight, we've been talking about the emotional freedom technique in the first hour and giving you different tools to help balance yourself emotionally. And in the second hour, we'll be talking to Elisa Matadalian, who is the author of In Search of the Miraculous, Healing into Consciousness. And uh, Mata actually has a number of techniques that also help you balance your emotional and your mental bodies and release all of that old baggage. So between our two guests uh, tonight, it gives you different options for how to work with the things that might be coming up right now. And the thing that we need to remember is to welcome them as they come up right now because we don't want a limitless amount of those things. So if you're having a few uh, stubbed toes, a few dramas and traumas, uh, a few things that are coming up, you, you said, oh, shoot, I thought I was done with this. It's okay. Just uh, address them in the moment and use this as an opportunity to transform them, to uplift them, to let that old baggage go. Um, it isn't you. 
It's just all the stuff that you brought in that you said to your soul that you would transform for this life. So be very gentle with yourself this week. Be very gentle with the people in your life. You know, sometimes coming off of the holidays and going into Valentine's Day puts a lot of stress and strain on relationships. So if you can spend this week going back to that place of gratitude of all of the beauty in your life, all of the people who are in your life that you love or who love you, um, even if it's not exactly where you would want the relationship to be at this point in your life, be grateful for the pieces that are there. Be grateful uh, for the friendliness that we have all around us, whether it's with the you know, people at the grocery store or anyone that you interact with, use that as an opportunity to extend a little bit of kindness, to extend a little bit more love. Because in this year, if each of these moments is each of these events, we can choose love instead of going into fear and contraction. If we can choose to open our hearts a little bit more, we will be very successful by the end of the year. So, You know, in the last millennium, a lot of us, as we were growing up, were taught when we get into a situation that's a little bit dicey to put our shields up, to protect ourselves, to shut our heart down a little bit, and that if we closed our heart, we wouldn't get hurt. And yet that's almost the opposite of what we need to be doing now in the energy of this new millennium, because it's all about relationships and communication and partnership and diplomacy. And it's through an open heart that we actually have our safety, not through a contracted and closed heart. And so use every opportunity that comes up each day to practice that. And if you find yourself clamping down a little bit, going into a contraction or even holding your breath, those are signs that that you are contracting and just allow yourself to relax and breathe really deeply and will yourself to open up, open up your heart, open up even how you hold your physical body to welcome other people into your space, into interaction with you. And as we do this, we we learn and kind of reprogram our own old patterns that we may have picked up in this life or even in past lives. So I want you to also remember the the technique that Sandy shared with us, uh, the emotional freedom technique and the tapping. Um, She has some great resources on her website that you can also refer to. And if you want more information about EFT, um, she has a number of resources and books that you can read uh, to get more of the background. And her website again is eftforwellbeing.com. Uh, and you can contact Sandy for individual sessions if there's things that are coming up in your life that you need some help or just want someone to bounce um, off of as you walk through using that technique. Um, it's certainly very, very, very powerful. Um, and so uh, Solazar is uh, in the process of contacting Mata, and we'll be talking to her in a few minutes about In Search of the Miraculous, Healing into Consciousness. And 
So we're going to do an introduction to uh, Mata in a few minutes. And we're going to be going to our first commercial break. And we'll be back in just a few minutes. And either we'll have Mata with us, or if we don't, we're going to talk a little bit more about this energy that you have to take advantage of in February. Because there's certainly a lot going on. And... Uh, We have plenty to share with you. This is Good Vibrations Radio on AM 540, KRXA with Solazar and Kirilani, and we'll be right back. Welcome to the world of Diamond Consciousness, the unequivocal yes. With Diamond Alignment, you can experience all the benefits of meditation online in just six minutes. Try it once and change your day. Try it every day and change your life. The diamond energy of joy and equanimity will emanate from you today. Watch the world change around you and have a diamond day. Share the mystery of Midwinter at the Lith Affair Midwinter Psychic and Craft Fair, Saturday, February 23rd at the Divine Science Community Center in San Jose. Experience the psychics, astrologers, healers, workshops, ghost talks, belly dancing, fire dancing, and much, much more. Admission is $7 per person. Children under 12 are free. Litha Fair Midwinter Psychic and Craft Fair, February 23rd from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Community Center, 1540 Hicks Avenue, San Jose. Visit lithafair.com for more information. Welcome back. You're listening to Good Vibrations Radio on AM 540 KRXA. And this is Solazar, and we had that wonderful introduction from Kirilani in that first half. But I think we may have a a misconnection with our guests. I don't know if it was the difficulty we had trying to get through or something else. But we don't, at this point, believe that uh, Alyssa Matadalian will be joining us. However, we do want to go back to what Kirilani mentioned, and that is her beautiful book, uh, In Search of the Miraculous, Healing into Consciousness. It is such a wonderful guide. As a matter of fact, Deepak Chopra himself said it's a simple and elegant map of the path of enlightenment. And uh, uh, Alyssa herself is highly recognized for the beauty and skill she brings to the many Uh, many things she's doing and she's holding an awareness retreat which is one of the reasons we were going to talk to her uh, in um, in the Joshua Tree Retreat Center in California February 24th through March 2nd and uh, you may want to go to her website madadalian.com m-a-d-a-d-a-l-i-a-n and she's known as a self-realized mystic and internationally acclaimed master healer and spiritual teacher and uh She's been called the human X-ray machine because with 100% accuracy, she can see the layers of the unconscious and the repressed thoughts and emotions that cause fear, pain, and suffering. So we encourage folks to seek out in search of the miraculous. 
Uh, Mata also has several wonderful meditations that we've had an opportunity to participate with that we encourage folks to uh, to share. So let's let's move on to a couple of things Kira introduced in the first hour with her Go With the Flow. One of the things she mentioned, of course, was the energy of the month as we saw it in the last quarterly preview when we um, when we came together. And of course, that energy was the energy she talked about the the tower card, but in the and she was describing though the Osho Zen Tarot card, which is the card called the Thunderbolt. And it's really an interesting thing because the card represents numerologically the divine clothed in human form, and the divine is you. It's each and every one of us. We are the divine clothed in human form. And as Kira mentioned in the Thunderbolt, there's this image of people being thrown as, as, as lightning hits this building, being thrown and expelled from this burning building, but yet there's this figure in repose sitting sitting there quietly. And as Kira mentioned, that's us in the eye of the storm. So as things are shifting, things are moving around us, it's up to us to sit as if in the eye of the storm and allow those things to shift. It's not really the same as going with the flow. It's not really the same as going with what's happening. It's as much as not engaging with what's happening. Allow it to go on around you. And last Sunday, we started the Chinese year of the snake. We've left our dragon year. We've gone into the year of the snake. And we didn't mention it. I said last Saturday on show, we didn't mention it. And I see that as a, a shortfall, which I apologize for. But the year of the snake is, is about shedding our skin. So think back to 2001. Think of the the things that happened that year. Everybody now is referencing 9-11 as the, uh, the penultimate event that happened that year that showed the snake shed its skin and give us a new face. But snake shedding doesn't have to be about something necessarily negative. It's really about something new is coming, and it's coming to each of us. Something new will come to each of us in our lives, whether it's us shedding our skin and going in a new direction, whether it's where we are shedding its skin and going in a new direction. This year is about the unexpected, but you don't need to fear it. As Kira was talking Just using EFT or emotional freedom technique as a technique. We're not saying everybody run out and do this now. But it's a technique for actually getting over that fear of the unknown. Getting over that fear of facing what's happening tomorrow. Or when we start seeing what's happening tomorrow away, just like Sandy did in the first hour. She used it to get over her nervousness, anxiousness, and fear about actually being interviewed. This was her first live radio interview. And so she used it for that Go ahead, Kara. And as I'm, I'm looking at the card that Solzar has out that he was describing, this Thunderbolt card, um, it reminds me that it, it does sum up what's happening in the energy in the world right now. There's a lot of things because of that shift from limitless or limitation to limitlessness that a lot of the structures around us are crumbling. And that fills everyone with a certain sense of uh, trepidation to say, I can see the old crumbling around me, but I can't quite see the new path yet. And this is a point where all of us need to invoke that trust and faith in our own selves, 
in our soul, in the divine, that there is a divine plan, that our soul has delightful things planned for us. And some of these structures have to break down to give way to a new way of being, both internally within ourselves as well as out in the world. And so focus on the things that you can influence and do something about and don't spend your time worrying about everything else. Just focus on the positive steps that you can take because that thunderbolt energy isn't just uh, what's going to strike the ground and create fires. It also can be a powerful transformational uh, source of energy. So in this card, you see those lightning bolts, thunderbolts coming down and being used as um, almost the fire that does not burn within you to um, clear through any of the dross, clear away any of uh, the old things that no longer serve you. Well, it's a simple it's a simple message, and really the simple message is you either engage with it or you go into the repose. You allow it to happen, and always remember the message of this particular image, this particular card, which is, as Kira said in a traditional tarot deck, it's the towers. It's represented by the number 16. And in the Osho Zen tarot deck, it's, it's called the thunderbolt. But it really represents the fact that new life comes from the scorched earth. Sometimes you burn out the field in order to grow. And we're not saying that it has to be that dramatic for everyone, but I can tell you right now, my February has been a thunderbolt. Mm -hmm. It has truly been uh, an upheaval. It has truly been a matter of shifting from day to day, from moment to moment, and from expectation to expectation. And I don't expect it to end till February ends. But the truth is, in any given moment, we all know that we have the choice of how we're going to react to it and what we're saying. This year... This month, this Chinese New Year, expect the unexpected. Expect the carpet to be pulled out. Expect things to shift. And if you focus on expecting your worst expectations, you may actually create it. So you don't want to go there either. But it's really about how we, coming out of the shift of 2012 into this new phase of energy, going through still an accelerating period of time, how do we ride the current that's coming around us? And we ride it by being in repose and allowing things to shift as they need to shift. And it's interesting because that energy of the Chinese New Year, as well as the card of the Thunderbolt, is really providing the same message in different ways, in different forms. So as things come up every single moment, just ask, what is the universe asking you to leave behind? What is the way to shed your old way of responding and reacting and pick a newer, higher, more limitless way to align with that energy of Aquarius, which is coming in much stronger now and allowing um, those old Piscean ways of handling things in the world to simply fall away. And I'm just going to mention two things, and we've been fortunate Mata's been able to connect with us. So before we uh, go to her, I just want to mention two things. Remember, tonight is our Aquarius new moon, and that means this is a time for us to weigh our options, 
uh, really reevaluate the choices we've made to now. Keep in mind what we've said about the energy of the week that Kira mentioned in the Go With The Flow, as well as the quarterly review of the Tarot. And start focusing and meditating on the direction you want to go. Remember, this is teaching yourself to stay in the repose. And one of the things that may help you is coming up this Friday, February 15th, at the Unitarian Universalist Sanctuary when the Circle of Light will have Unlocking the Keys to 2013, Messages of Empowerment from the Councils of the Seventh Awakening through Liliana Bethany. And so we encourage you to explore the Circle of Light this coming Friday, as well as tonight or tomorrow. Take some time to write out those intentions, meditate on them, focus on them, use the energy of this new Aquarius moon to move forward. And with that, I'm going to shift right now and introduce our wonderful guest. So, Elizabeth Dalian is a mystic, spiritual guide, internationally acclaimed master healer, and best-selling author of In Search of the Miraculous, Healing into Consciousness. And through her unique ability to see the causes of pain and ailments in the body and the unconscious, and her gift to read and release the repressed thought forms and emotions from the body's cellular memory, she devised a groundbreaking healing method known as the Dalian Method. This light speed method miraculously and permanently heals most incurable illnesses, restores inner balance, and empowers the person to live their life fully and fearlessly. We last spoke with Mata in October 2011, and she is back to share her wisdom from her book, as well as tell us about her seven-day Awakening Your Consciousness Retreat at Joshua Tree Retreat Center in California, from February 24 to March 2nd. Mata, welcome back to Good Vibrations Radio. Hello, Solothar and Kirian. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's truly our pleasure. We're very excited that uh, we're able to speak with you again. So, so can you tell us, in, 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 in the time we have, really, what, what can people expect at this wonderful awareness event, the seven-day uh, event in Joshua Tree? Well, thanks so much for going directly into it. It's, uh, I'm excited about the process. It's, um, we're going to be experimenting with the self-healing version of my method, the Dalian method, which the, the book and the new uh, CD and the book will be released sometime in the fall. And this is a, a, a precursor, so we'll be experimenting with that along with active meditations and, of course, individual guidance from me that goes directly into the root causes of whatever problems people experience. So that uh, helps to expedite and fast forward the journey and eliminate a lot of pain and suffering that we don't really need to go through along the way. And for people who are not familiar with the Dalian Method, can you give us a, a quick explanation of what it is and how it works? Yes, of course. Um, the way it works, basically, it looks at the body, the, the human condition, as um, we all know that we as humans are an energy phenomenon. And the way this method works, it works with the body, the mind, the emotions, and the spirit all at the same time, and uses consciousness for permanent transformation and permanent healing. And the way it does that, it goes into the body into the energy identifies the repressed thoughts and emotions that have accumulated in the body over 
over many years, over the lifetime, and sometimes even previous lifetime patterns that are still in the energy. And um, it starts releasing those repressed beliefs, the thoughts and the emotions from the energy. And there's a, it's, a, it's a specific system that works with the entire body. It works with the chakra system. It works with basically from head to toe. And as it releases, detoxifies the body from those repressed thoughts and emotions, what happens as a result of that, whatever is repressed is being lived out. And as it gets lived out, consciousness, which is beyond, beyond anything that the mind conceives, comes forward, and the consciousness is part within the being that, that is always healthy, that always knows what needs to happen, what needs to be done. It knows that there is no reason for me not to live my life fully. Uh, it knows that this fear is just an illusion. It understands that the beliefs are what prevents me from finding my inner truth and living it and finding my gifts and living it. So that consciousness coming to the forefront helps to permanently erase those beliefs from the body, cellular memory. And with that, there is a permanent transformation. And not only that, what the system does basically brings the consciousness, embodies it in, in the body, and then obviously once it's in the body, then that's what the person starts living because we always live and project what we, what we feel inside. We project what our state of consciousness is at any given moment. And most of the time, what, what we don't understand is we're simply living and feeding our belief systems. So once the beliefs are removed, then where the presence comes in, then we're able to actually be in the present without working hard at it. And this is where the deep meditation happens as well. The meditation, the space of meditation that knows I am indestructible, I am eternal, and basically this is the life that I have to live. And uh, the only person that stops me is myself and my own conditionings and once the conditionings are not there there's nobody who can stop me well this sounds really powerful and it seems like it's it's really different from other healing modalities can you uh explain a little bit more about how it's different uh thanks for mentioning that it is definitely different in a sense that it takes all the modalities to the, to the next step. And the way it is different that it, it does not work with the symptoms, it works with the causes. And I know that some, some um, modalities claim to do that, but they do not go into the actual belief systems that are in the body. And those modalities don't know how to, first of all, access them. And second of all, how to release them. Um, with this system, what happens is that, for example, if there is a thought, I'm afraid, just a simple thought, I'm afraid, and we feel fear. So I feel fear. And beyond that fear, I have no idea why I'm afraid. So 
this method brings you to the place where you can see what is the cause of that fear. What happened that you started being afraid? And, for example, I'm afraid to, to say what I feel. So what's beyond that fear? It could be I'm afraid to be rejected. Why am I afraid to be rejected? Then you go deeper to understand that it's what is afraid to be rejected is my ego. So the, the system helps you see that not just mentally, but actually existentially through consciousness because anything we do mentally is not enough. We're not working with the body, which is the bottom of the iceberg where everything, the whole unconscious is basically in the body. And when we work just through the mental, um, the, the part of the head, and we don't go into the body, see what's in the body, what's in the iceberg, obviously, what has no power? It's the bottom of the iceberg that has no power, and it takes us wherever it wants to take us. So the method brings you to the bottom of the iceberg and to the root. So I'm afraid because, um, for example... Um, just just a recent case that somebody was operated on. He had cancer. His colon, 25% of his colon was removed. And he was not able to eliminate into the bag right after the operation. They put a, a tube to clear his, uh, his intestines. But then after that, his tube could not eliminate. He could not eat. He was feeling nauseous. He was throwing up. So the medical profession didn't know what... what what to do with it. The only thing they know how to mechanically um, remove that the bile out of the colon because it's not processing. When I looked into his energy, there was A, there was a thought form, I hate this situation, so there was the emotion behind it. Second, it was I'm afraid. Obviously, there's fear. What's going to happen? I'm afraid of death. I'm afraid many layers of that. So as I worked with him for 10 minutes, they said, we should stop for a moment because he just, we need to empty the bag. It just came flushing out. Mm. They, they, it was, he, he immediately released one, one liter of bile, which he was taking over the six days before he, uh, uh, he called me to work with. He was eliminating 100 milliliters. And suddenly, within 10 minutes, he eliminated one, one liter of bile. And the next two, three days, he eliminated another six liters. And basically, his nauseousness stopped. He was able to start eating. He calmed, his whole body calmed down. And he did not have to go through that mechanical process and through the suffering of having to feel something uh, being put down his throat. So this is how we work with the causes. This is how this method eliminates the causes. And with that, he started healing very quickly. And then he was able to make a long journey from Europe to Canada very comfortably. And we'd like to let folks know that they could go to matadallion.com to find out more about so many of your offerings, as well as In Search of the Miraculous Healing into Consciousness. And that's M-A-D-A-D-A-L-I-A-N dot com. And Mana, some of the things that you offer on your website are also a series of meditations. 
to get us through yes and no, as well as uh, those for um, really taking us, transforming the fear of death and the unknown, which are really two of the same things. We just tend to think of them differently. And these are very powerful meditations. Uh, we've had an opportunity to really listen to those and walk through those. And these, are, could you let the, the listeners know a little bit about the, the meditations and, and their focus and scope? The, the meditations are very powerful, and they're not, um, they're very practical. So whatever work I do, including those meditations, is basically, they're, they're tools, and they're very practical tools that bypass the mind. So unless we start understanding that the mind is the problem and stop trying to solve our problems with the mind, we'll stay stuck in the loop of trying to transform, but then not realizing that the mind itself that creates the problem is not allowing us to transform. So these meditations, one of them is the no yes, which allows to express all the repressed um, thoughts and emotions that are associated with saying no. And we're all social beings and we're all programmed that it's not appropriate to say no. We have to say yes when we feel a no and we have to always agree and we cannot rebel. So this meditation allows for all the repressed emotions of no to be released and all the anger to be released or or sadness and insecurity to be released. And once it's released, it opens the space for the stillness to happen immediately and for the awareness of that inner being and inner center and peace happen immediately. And once we go through that, that second phase of sitting and feeling that space of stillness, then the third phase of the meditation is starting to say yes and when we start starting to say yes, it's, it's a very authentic, true yes that starts arising from very deep within. And it's not just a mental or, or an exercise in saying yes, but it's a feeling that I, I say yes to my life, I say yes to existence, I say yes to whatever life brings me. So this happens naturally, automatically through this meditation without engaging the mind or without trying to use any affirmations or any um, um, mental process. And the second one, the transcending fear of death and the unknown, is a guided uh, visualization which also has an element of practical expression of those repressed thoughts so that it, it takes the person through the process of dying and we need to understand that we need to learn to die moment to moment in order to be able to live moment to moment. And the fear of death is what prevents us from jumping, taking risks, and living fully. So this meditation helps to clear some of the unfinished business, to go through the, the emotional, um, the heart, open the heart, start feeling that gratitude and forgiveness and, and, and acceptance and moving higher through the chakras. It works through the chakras and goes all the way to the crown chakra where we sooner or later, every one of us comes to the place of having to surrender the ego into the unknown, having to move into the unknown, whether we do it 
uh, while we're still alive or when we're dying. It's a a process that happens to every single person that we are thrown out into the unknown. And we need to start making friends with the unknown and realizing that actually there's many gifts in the unknown, so we don't need to be afraid of it. So this is what this meditation can help um, people experience. And, Mata, in this year that uh, vibrationally is about balance and opening our heart to more love, uh, you offer a number of self-help tips on your website. Do you have any tips or techniques for people for this year? Well, you know, there's, there's so many, but if we were just to take one right now, I think the very important uh, things that we need to learn, especially at this time in, in our development as as a collective human species on the planet, is uh, we need to develop our ability to trust. Because all our problems are there because we do not trust. We're afraid to trust. And once we start learning to trust, that's that's where we can start understanding that what separates us is the ego. And once we understand that once we see the ego as separate from us and understand that it is only an identity and it has nothing to do with me, my being, then it's easy to go into the love, into the trust, and it's easy to open the heart and it's easy to relate from heart to heart, instead of relating from ego to ego, which which um, most of humanity does. So I would say, if you don't feel any trust, or if you're afraid to trust, this is the this is the work to be done to understand why is it that I don't trust, what it is that keeps me in fear, and learn to eliminate those obstacles that prevent you from jumping and taking risks and and, and trusting that I'm taken care of because this is the truth. We're all taken care of in our own way. And even sometimes when things don't work well, existence is still taking care of us because it wants us to wake up. It wants us to become conscious. It wants us to be free. It wants us to be liberated. And during your... um seven-day workshop in uh, Joshua Tree from February 24th to March 2nd, it seems you'll take people through that entire process for themselves where they can identify and detoxify and heal, discover their centers and awaken. And so there's so much that you're covering. And for the listeners, uh, if you're unable to make it, that's fine. But some of the recommended tools that Mata will share during that workshop are In Search of the Miraculous Healing into Consciousness book, uh, the meditations that we've talked about, there's an e-book with, uh, for uh, healing into consciousness with active meditation and visualization. There's the No Yes active meditation that Mato was just talking about, as well as transcending the fear of death and the unknown. So for those unable to make it, those are tools that they can start applying right now in their own lives. And for those who are able to make it or believe they might be able to make it, they could go to matadalian.com. And go over to the uh, uh, healing, not into healing, where was it? Ooh. Go into the, the it was the Dalian the, School, the right? Calendar. Yeah, the yeah. calendar of events would have, would have all the events listed, including the um, 
Joshua to tweet the online course, a yeah. online course. Yeah. And I'll be in Australia in um, March if there's um, anybody listening from Australia. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You're going to be there as well. So, uh, so, so, Mana, you said also that um, this retreat is kind of the workout or 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 kind of putting together of information that will be a new book in the fall as well as CD. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, yes, the book, the book and the CD, they're they're almost done. So are and I've been working on on that for the past maybe three years. Explored, experimented with many people at during the workshops and one on one. So the system, the self healing system, is just as powerful as when people were working with me. Of course, when they work with me one-on-one, I quickly identify those platforms. But in the self-healing method, um, the way I've structured it is to help people learn to identify those repressed platforms on their own. And I'm taking people through the system, through the process that I've been working with people one-on-one since 1997. And I've converted into a self-healing version of it so that... When people listen to the recording and they listen to me guiding them what to do next and, and where to breathe and where to express and how to move from one place to the other, because it's a system I've explored for many life, uh, well, <laughs> I'm saying many lifetimes, which is actually true, too, <laughs> for a long time with many people, um, and it has I've come to see all the nuances to how the human condition works, how the human condition works inside the body, and how to very quickly transform those key points that help help to transform consciousness, help to transform what's unconscious into consciousness. So that's what the system is all about, and the self-healing version will take people from point to point um, and I go normally back and forth through the body from different areas because that's how I so, I, I've, I've explored and I've seen how quickly consciousness can can come in and how quickly the what's unconscious can be um, can be erased and removed and transformed. So that's the self healing version. The, the the recording is um, uh, almost ready. The book is almost ready. So it's just the last. Uh, touch up um, sort of editing last last little bits that are um, that I'm in the process of completing and um, I, I'd like to make sure that I've covered every single point that's why I'm, I'm taking my time with this I don't want to just put out something just for the sake of putting it out because it's something that that I want to be complete full which will answer all the questions that people might have while they're practicing with it on their own. Mm-hmm. So everything will be included in the book so that um, people can take it and understand it and work with it. And further than that, once um, that is released, I'll be also training people how to, um, to use, to help other people to use this method. So there'll be uh, facilitated training uh, opportunities for those who are in the healing uh, profession and many people have already expressed interest to uh, take part 
in the training program, and there will be one day or weekend uh, seminars that will help people, that will teach people how to work with this method on their own. So once they know, once they've seen the sample, then it's easier to go on and do it on your own. Well, that covers an awful lot of information in a short period of time. We really thank you for uh, for joining us this evening and, and appreciate all the work that you're doing and sharing with the world because it helps so many of us. And we want to encourage folks to go to madadalian.com, M-A-D-A-D-A-L-I-N.com, to find out more about the events coming up for Mata, the, uh, the about In Search of the Miraculous, about the meditations, and other online tools and offerings that she provides. Mata, if you all hold on for a minute, we're going to go to a commercial break. I want our listeners to know that we'll come right back with Good Vibrations Radio. And right here on AM 540 KRXA, right after this. This is Solazar, and uh, we're going to go ahead and start into the closeout of the show this evening. So I want to let you know that uh, next week we're going to be playing some pre-recorded interviews. So we won't actually be live, but it will be some excellent information that we're getting uh, back out to you. And uh, we look forward to closing out this February and the next couple of shows with some powerful information about our balance and love. And speaking of balance and love, that's exactly what we want to close out with tonight. We want to close out this show with Choose Love from Sean Galloway because that has to be our choice as we go forward for the rest of this month and the rest of this year. Thank you so much for listening. Many blessings to you. Hope to see some of you at The Circle Friday night, 7.30 p.m., Unitarian Universalist Sanctuary. Call 831-484-1923 for more information. It looks like we're going to have the age of Aquarius instead of Sean Gell.
my 